Thank you very much to the sponsors of today's episode, Goodwin Brothers Land Services, serving your local community since 2011. They provide all your service needs for every season of the year and give 100% for everything they do. Call them at 603-524-7783. For our first episode of No Cap, I'm going to be talking about this book, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. It's a great book about racism, about growing up, and a whole bunch of other different things. And it's just about judging other people, too, and like a whole, like lots of different lessons and themes. But it's about, pretty much it's about, just to warn you guys, there might be some spoilers in this. So if you haven't read it yet and you don't mind, then keep listening. But otherwise, I recommend you just, like, stop this video right now. Just saying. But this book is about Gem and Scout. And Scout is a girl and Gem is her older brother. And they are just two young kids and they think that their town is pretty much the best town. Like there's nothing wrong with their town. Their town is like, there may be a few people in their town that aren't like great, but all in all, their town is good. It's always been good. But this book shows the growing up process of them and how they come to realize that it's not as great as they think it is. Cause like they go through and they just, they go through their lives and slowly after a lot of different events that happen, such as there's a court case for a black man named Tom Robinson and Atticus, their dad is his lawyer and he does a great job in this court case. He presents all the right information. He pretty much proves, like anyone reading this book will, could know after reading all this, that Tom Robinson is not guilty of what he was convicted. He was convicted of uh, beating a girl of, or raping a girl named Mayella uh, Ewell. And her dad is Bob Ewell, the one who convicted her. But Bob Ewell is a drunk, and he's just not a good guy. And he convicted Tom of doing this. But Atticus proves that Bob is the one to blame, that he beat her. But even after all this great information that he presented to the court, they still convicted Tom and said that he was guilty, which just comes to show how bad it was back then. I mean... It's still bad today. Like, we still have a lot of people who are racist and, like, it's, it was, it's, like, not good today, but it was worse back then, which is what I'm saying. But there's also a lot of good people who don't think racism is good, that everyone is equal, everyone deserves an equal chance. And even in the book, there are some of those people pretty much, like, Atticus is one of them and the kids being a different generation they have those same feelings which also probably comes from being children of Atticus but so Tom gets convicted and then pretty much he kills himself he tries to escape the jail and they shoot him 17 times when he was trying to climb over the fence but then later on it keeps on going and 
after seeing all this bad stuff and end of the book, it can, it shows them like how they mature and how they grow up. And, and not only that, this book also has like different lessons in it. For one example, one of them is like judging other people because as they were younger, when they were younger, there was a, <clears throat> a guy, his name was Boo Radley and he never came out of his house. He just sat in there all the time. No one really saw him. And Scout, uh, Jem, and their friend Dill, who, who would come time to time, would always <coughs> try to get a peek at him or get him out of hiding. And it was just like they always they thought had a whole bunch of negative thoughts about him. Like, he's probably going to be scary. What if... Like, we look at him and something happens. But in the end, he's actually this really good guy. And he saves Jem and Scout from getting beat by or possibly killed by Bob Ewell. And he, during a fire that happened, he uh, gives Scout a blanket without her knowing, of course. But <coughs> and it's explained to Scout later what happened. But, yeah, that's pretty much summary of the book and it's just a great book and in a little bit we're going to have some guests joining us to talk about it but 100% read 100% you should read it join us today we have Jack Kelly um friend, good friend of mine and we're, he's going to be talking to the book with us. So let's start things off. So, well, first of all, how are you doing, Jack? How you been? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. So anything going on lately with, like, job or anything? Nothing? Just no, kind just of hanging around? living life. Living life. That's what I like to hear. So today, of course, you know, on the podcast, we're talking about how to kill a mockingbird. Yes. Like, what are your thoughts about the book? Well, it was a little bit confusing at the beginning and kind of boring, but it escalated throughout the story, especially with the court case and how race affects a lot of it because the judge was biased towards black people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but that I, that's kind of messed up. I, like, I myself, I can't believe that it was like that back then. Like, If that was, if it was like that today, then... I don't know, it just seems wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't just imagine just going back then and, like, just looking at how life was. Because mm-hmm. it would be such a shock compared to what it is now. Yeah, like, I mean, Atticus in the book, he, like, showed all the evidence that Tom was not guilty. And somehow Tom still got convicted of pretty much beating that girl. And then pretty much that led to his death because... There wasn't a very good chance that Tom was going to, you know, do anything. Yeah, and Bob Ewell, he was, or Bob Ewell was talking to, he was forcing his daughter. Was it Malayla or? Um, it was something like that. Malaya, I think. Yeah, and he forced her to say what she said to try and get. Tom to be put away because he is against 
the opposite race, and he mm-hmm. he was the one that I, I think that he was the one that actually hurt. Yeah, he's one of those. He's one of those like really ra- like racist guys. Like, yeah, he does not like black people at all. It's I don't know. In today's world, that's like really unacceptable. But I guess like you have to use like you have to take it by history. Back then, it was acceptable because they were just getting out of like the Civil War and ending slavery, and people still had not the best thoughts about it. Yes, and it was around the, when the Depression was too. So mm-hmm. the economy itself wasn't very good. Yeah, and that's why you heard when you were reading it, like if they said that they found. A dime was like so much then, and now a dime means like nothing. <laughs> yeah, like a dime is like something you find on the street. Yeah, yeah, like a dime is like compared to then, now is like $10. Literally. One quote in the book that I really liked was the part where near the end, near, near the end of the book, where the uh, scout was talking to her teacher, and she's, she was like just such a young girl, and it really like. I really like how the author, Harper Lee, how she gave this line to Scout, showing that, like, even though she's young, she can still think, like, the right way and think deeply about it. She said, quote, how can you hate Hitler so bad and turn around and be ugly to folks right at home? Which, like, uh, like when I was reading the book, that really hit me because, like, like, people, like, said that Hitler was this, like, horrible guy, which I agree he was. Yes. Like he was horrible and he just persecuted like the Jewish people. But right back at home where she lived, they were doing the same thing to black people and like persecuting them, which I don't know. It just really hit me pretty hard. I don't know about you, but yeah. And that's the other thing with Hitler. That was, it was this book during the time. It was not that far after when all the like, was it? World War Two. Yeah, I think so. That all of that started happening, mm-hmm. and it's just the fact that that time was not very good, and it just made it worse. Yeah, like, like I don't know. Like, this book is just like it starts out with these just two kids, and they just learning about life. They think their life, like, think their town is great, but as it goes on. As they grow up, they learn that their town isn't really all that. Like, the world isn't as butterflies and rainbows as they thought. Yeah. And the other thing was, too, towards the beginning, it was like when they saw snow, it meant there was a bad, something bad was about to happen. Mm -hmm. And then I forget who it was that their house burnt down. And then two people died. So, like, Throughout the book, there was, like, clues or almost, like, that meant something was going to happen. And there's just not all that great. Yeah. There's a thought I had. So do you know how, uh, what's his name, Boo Radley? Yeah. How he always stayed inside? So I was thinking, do you think he stayed inside because, like, I don't know, he was antisocial or he just didn't like, like, like being outside? Or I was thinking that the reason he stayed inside was because the world outside of his house was so bad and like people were like persecuting black people. It was racism, sexism, as you can see by like people 
thinking scout, like that's an example, like how Alexandria thought scouts should dress a certain way and like what she just wanted to be herself. Do you think that maybe he stayed inside because like he'd just rather be inside away from everyone than be outside in the world full of all this crap, pretty much like crap going on? Yeah, I mean, it was more like he might have just not want to dealt with it. So then he was just like, if I shut it out, then I won't have to deal with it. Yeah, and yeah. also at the end, there have been like I thought this too. Um, he was the one who actually killed Bob Ewell, and they were saying that, and then he was probably hiding to that too because no one would suspect him. Yeah, because he's just like that quiet guy. And yeah, like, people rarely ever see him. Like Scout saw it says Scout that one time Scout saw him or in. He came out to save her and Jem. And that, it says that that was the last time she, she ever saw him. She put blanket around him or the coat or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Which also shows that it's also like this book teaches a lot of lessons in it. And this shows that you can't really judge someone by like rumors you hear about them or like, like what they look like. Because like, for example, like pretty much Boo Rally, he's a great example. In the beginning of the book, Dill, Jem, and Scout all thought that he was like this, like guy who just lived inside of his house. He was going to be like a scary guy that tried to get like peeks at him. But it turns out that he was actually a really good guy because, first of all, it was cold out. He put the blanket on Scout, and he also just like like he pretty much saved these two children from being beat by a abusive drunk. Yeah, and he did protect a lot of things, which is one of the reasons why he killed Bob, is because he didn't want anyone else to get hurt or, like, just have everyone to try and have a happier life. Mm -hmm. So I can't remember exactly. Was it him who left the stuff in the tree, the tree knot? Uh, was that him, or did it never say that? Because like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I <laughs> I just I just forgot, you know. Yeah, I remember one part of it saying that he was the one who put the stuff in there, and then Bob Ewell filled the hole mm -hmm. because he didn't want any more like clues or the kids like taking anything. Or mm -hmm. he he was he was hiding, like, what was going on so that they didn't suspect anything. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Just let's like a quick breather, just a quick break, and gonna let them just do whatever they need to do. So we'll be right back. So right now I'm with El Lucado, the up? literature genius, and he's going to talk to us about To Kill a Mockingbird. To start out, how are you doing? Uh, I'm all right. How are you? Pretty, been pretty good. Just, you know, making my podcasts and yeah. Good to hear. Just, just living, just living. Good to hear. I know. So how's the home life? Uh, wife and kids going good. Oh, yeah. How old your, how old your uh, youngest again? Uh, 
about 32 weeks. 32 weeks. Ooh. Well, good luck with them. Well, let's get to the whole podcast thing. So we're talking about The Kill a Mockingbird. What are your thoughts on the book? Uh, good book. As far as, like, it really teaches, it really teaches the youth of today about issues in society and it's kind of funny because she, even though she wrote it in the 60s said it in the 30s she was really talking about what's going on in that time she just didn't want to be like you know kind of stigmatized for saying oh racism's bad yeah like a lot of the issues in the book still happen today for example racism and like just judging other people like they did with boo radley in the book how yeah. they judged him really quickly yeah. Just based on what they heard from other people. Like, it's just really informational. Yeah, like, come on, guys. It's 2019. <laughs> if you Facts. read this book, if you read this book, and you don't have to be a literary genius like I. You can just be <laughs> anyone with... You can be an uncultured swine to understand. <laughs> yeah, just don't be racist. Listen to the book. If you read it, it really teaches you something. It's just saying, like, you know, treat everyone the same. No one deserves different treatment. No one deserves special treatment. No one deserves worse treatment. Like, come on, get yeah. your head out of your shoes. We're all, we're all human, and, like, we, could, we should be treated equally with other people. Yeah. I had, like, I was talking to our first guest about uh, something in the book, and it was this. This is just going to be the one quick thing, and then we're going to go and the podcast, but... Boo Radley, he stayed inside of his house almost the whole book, and that's why they judged him and stuff like that. But do you think he stayed inside his house because he didn't like other people or he was, like, unsocial? Or do you think he stayed inside because staying inside his house was better than dealing with everything that was going on outside of his house, like all the bad stuff? I think maybe a little bit of both. Maybe he became antisocial because of issues. But like, like Scout said in the book, you never really know how someone feels till you take off their shoes and walk around in them, something like that. And basically, it's like you can't really judge people without understanding what they're going through. People like mm-hmm. you know, they all feel different ways about different things, and you got to be more open, understand to that. And I think that's something the book teaches throughout. Yeah, I very much agree. Well, thank you for joining us today. I know it wasn't for the longest time, but it's that's, all right. all, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you for listening. This is Jacob Bale and El Lucado. See you next time.